This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Randy McKay talking NFL, and I should say the sizzling Randy McKay, the red hot Randy McKay. Yes, indeed. Uh, Chargers on Sunday night, plus seven and a half. Winner. Tampa Bay under early. What time did you get up for that game? Seattle, Tampa Bay. Halftime again? <laughs> so. <laughs> halftime so under Tampa Bay winner and then Tennessee down 10 nothing getting out game 205 to 50 in the second quarter no problem they cruise to a seven point victory there three and0 improves you to 19 and 11 well done Randy McKay thank you yeah That's everything's it. going pretty well and getting in a nice flow in the NFL and you know, I had a couple you know variants go against us there and uh little stretch, but uh, hopefully now for the stretch run till the end of the season, we can keep up these three and own two and uh, or two and one uh, weeks and uh, get some more profit in our, pe- in our pocket. Yes, indeed. So uh, you on the pro side, just over 60%. Paul Stone on the college side, just under 60%. And, that's, uh, and you got uh, both of you guys uh, still uh, alive in the, uh, in the uh, Matt Humans contest? In Vegas? Yeah, I believe, uh, yeah, both of us still live. There's been two cuts now so far. The uh, Fennec or Fezzik or whatever you call uh-huh. him, he was the last cut. And uh, Paul and I are right around fifth or sixth place, and uh, we're in striking range. And uh, we just have to uh, hope that some of the guys on top, uh, Doug Kazarian, very hot, and hopefully they cool off a little bit. Well, you are a North Dakota State Bison fan. We know that. You 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 bleed uh, green and gold. So that uh, Watkins didn't really have to change his colors at all. Didn't have to change anything as he got drafted by Green Bay. He had a coming out party in a big come from behind win against the Dallas Cowboys at Lambeau last uh, last week uh, on Sunday. Thursday night they host Tennessee, who you had last week. Green Bay minus three. Have they solved some of their passing issues with the emergence of Watkins? First of all, I'll say I'm more of a North Dakota Fighting Sioux fan than a uh, Bison fan, which they play each other this week. So I'll be be rooting for the guys from Grand Forks, not so much the guys from Fargo. I apologize about that, Randy. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, Christian Watson finally came out, finally caught the ball. I mean, you're a wide receiver. What's your main job? Catch the football. He's been having drop problems, and he, he's always had, like, lingering injury problems, even in college. So hopefully he's got that all sorted out. 
He provided a big spark there for Green Bay in their comeback, which really helped us last Sunday in the end game. We were all over Green Bay, and that ended up being a real slam dunk game for us, and uh, that was a nice one. So in this situation, you got a banged-up Tennessee team coming in, and we've talked about this before on Thursday night games. These banged-up teams on this short rest, not a good situation at all. You know, even though you got Vrabel, very good coach, you know, I've my praise, one of the top five coaches, you know, against Lafleur. Lafleur's kind of so-so. I I don't yeah done more with his talent than anything. But we got Tannehill. You know, he's lingering injuries, kind of questionable for the game. I think he'll he'll be a go. If not, we got Willis in there. And how many games has he played in the cold in Lambeau or cold anywhere? He's from Liberty College. You know how many. How many games is he used to playing in the cold? Right. And another factor in this game is Tannehill is not very good when he plays in the cold. You look at his record, travels up to Green Bay, travels up to uh, New England over his career, have been horrible in cold weather. He's from Texas, not been a good cold weather quarterback, and you can handicap quarterbacks in the cold. One of the best is Joe Flacco. A lot of people don't know about that. I do. I bet on him just about every time he comes in or, you know, now, of course, he's an old veteran. But before, when he was with Baltimore, that guy can sling the ball through the snow. We saw that against Denver in the big pass. Aaron Rodgers, very good in cold weather, very used to. This Green Bay team's used to playing in this kind of – and who knows what the weather's going to be on Thursday. It's not going to be like a Buffalo situation, but it's still going to be up there. It's going to be a tough element to play. Green Bay got a little juice last week. Off their big win, I see this being a good performance. Tennessee's got some injuries, especially on defense, too, with their their big defensive line. Could be some situations where they can run the ball with Jones and the other big running back, and uh, this could be a good victory for Green Bay going forward. Christian Watson, uh, four catches for 107 yards and three TDs. Still with that game, he's only averaging two catches a game, so we'll have to see if this is a breakthrough or if this is just a uh, an, an outlier. Uh, talking about the weather, you know, Max is our is our weather guy here. Twenty three to thirty degrees with a forty percent chance of precipitation. All right, did you know that Max was going to be a weather guy? Huh? That's good. Yeah, it's good. Very, <laughs> thank you, Max. And uh, always look at the wind too. If the if the wind is hauling, that's more actually more important than any snow or cold or anything. Wind um, is, let me see here, uh, not, not, not to be a huge factor. Uh, don't, uh, don't really talk uh, too much uh, about the wind, but a 40% chance of maybe some snow uh, there on, uh, on uh, Thursday night. Quick turnaround on Thursday night, advantage to the home team. You start with that, of course. So, uh, yeah, Green Bay, Jones, man. He is just just 28 carries, giving 28 every time, man. He is really, really a good back and everything. And they need that right now. That's a, that's their most consistent playmaker uh, in their skill set. All right, let's go to the AFC East. Both teams coming off of a bye. The surprise Jets against the improving New England Patriots. Patriots at home here, minus three. Yeah, and this line opened up a little higher, and surprising to me, it dropped down. A lot of love for the Jets here. They, you know, it opened up probably right around four and a half, and has dropped down to the nice three situation where where we can take New England. 
I favor so I favored uh, Belichick over Salah in this situation. Both teams off a of bye. Belichick doesn't like to lose to the Jets. We've seen this a few weeks ago. Wilson had no answer against that Patriots defense in New York. I see this playing again in this in this game as well. Another weather game where you got to keep an eye on. And I fa- I favor the New England team to be a better coach team in the weather. You know, Salah came from San Francisco, not used to the second-year guy. Done a good job. Very improving team with this Jets. I think they're over. I think they're uh, way over expectations. I think that's going to come down here at the end of the season. You know, they might get a they might get that uh, one wide receiver back, which will help them. Corey Davis, maybe help Wilson. Maybe he won't throw many as many interceptions as he did in the first game, but uh, I doubt it. And uh, I just like the situation. I think we're going to win the turnover battle. We're going to, you know. Jets lost their big running back a few weeks ago. I think we'll be able to control the ball, and that means less turnovers for our side. You know, Belichick always makes sure his special teams are sound. You know, you might get a slobber knocker here, which, uh, you know, I like to bet those totals under, but uh, in this case, I'm not going to try to go against a short number there on the total. I'm just going to go on the side and take the New England Patriots minus three. Uh, three interceptions uh, on that October 30th game uh, in New York for Wilson. And, Randy, what do you think about the divisional when you have it second time around? A little bit of uh, a flip-flop or both side and total. But, of course, here I agree with the angle with Belichick. When he's got uh, a young quarterback, he's he knows how to confuse him. I, I don't think that's going to be a, a flip-flop type of method. But generally speaking – with the second divisional game. Uh, like like we saw Washington in the overhead on Monday night. It went Philly and under earlier in the season. Yeah, I like to look in the second game. You got a little bit of data from the first game and see all the, you know, if you got a decent enough coach that can adjust and uh, make, the, make the game plan a little better. You got that. Of course, Belichick, he'll probably keep some of the same game plan that really worked against uh, – Wilson and company there with the Jets the first time in division games. That's a, that's a big factor in the handicap in NFL. You know, you get to see that second game and you can decide if the line's off or if the line's right. In this case, I, I can't believe the line went down in this, in this game. And uh, we're getting good value. I think with new England, both of these three, uh, Green Bay, New England, where did you have them on your power ratings? What Green Bay and the, uh, yeah, the game, the line. Yeah, I would have had, you know, Raid as the opener, you know, four, four and a half, and, and okay. same with the uh, Green Bay one, you know, four, four and a half. Okay. All right. Speaking of another hot number, uh, trying to get on it, and that is right now at Bed Rivers, the Chargers are getting six and a half against Kansas City. Remember the Thursday night game, and this, I think this was the first Amazon game that they had because it was a great matchup, and, man, it was – a great game, but the Chargers tried to go hurry up when the tight end was winded. He didn't run his route. Next thing you know, first and goal, pick 600 yards. It doesn't get any damn worse than that. I mean, my goodness. So, here we go, second time around. Chargers had their chance, but just like the Chargers when they were out playing San Francisco, 
They didn't distance themselves. They love close games, whether what's whether they win or lose. Chargers plus six and a half at Bet Rivers. You could buy it to seven for just an extra ten cents juice. So, and that's what you're looking at right here. You want to buy the uh, the Chargers up to plus seven at minus one twenty. Yeah, and like any good you know pro better, I already have seven in pocket. I still like this play. And the Chargers are a headache team. If you go on them, you got to take these points. We saw last week we barely hung on. Thankfully, I mean, they kicked a field goal there to win by six. Yeah. And uh, that was a scary game at the end when we're leading the whole game. That's a one That would have been one of the most frustrating losses you can have in sports when you have an underdog that's leading the whole game and then loses on the last possession. That almost happened. Thankfully, it didn't for us. Thankfully, it didn't for my contest in my pocketbook. And uh, I, I'll still go back to the trouble team here in the Chargers. You know, I look at the first matchup. You know, Herbert found some, uh, you know, some. He had, a, he had his guys, though, too, and he still might get those back. I mean, this game is all about who's going to play at wide receiver. Is Allen going to play? Is Williams going to play? He still can make things happen without those guys, but it'd be, hopefully it would be nice to have them. And I, I, have, I think it's trending the right way where he's going to get those guys. Where we saw Mahomes lose a couple of his wide receivers. I think Hardman and both uh, Schuster are both uh, having troubles with uh, questionable concussion and, and uh, hamstring issues. So uh, this game's going to be the battle of receivers. You know, it could be high scoring, you know, high variant type game. You know, the Chargers will probably get ahead like they do and uh, let the Chiefs back in the game. These two teams know each other really well. Only concerning thing is uh, Chargers had some pretty bad injuries on the defensive line and they got rid of a guy. So if the Chiefs get off running the ball early, that could be a little situation that uh, could scare us in this game. But I see the Chargers, this game shouldn't, shouldn't be a, right at the seven marker, and we're seeing that go down to where it should be, down to six probably at close. And you're always looking to get ahead of the closing line value here. And uh, that's what makes the Chargers a pretty good situation to play, even though they don't really have a home field advantage here in L.A. But uh, I think it's a good situation where the Chargers get home for us again. Seven of the nine Chargers games are decided by one score. So you're looking for that one score again here. And, you know, Randy was talking about winning the whole game and San Francisco had to rally to just take the lead. But I was like, oh, no. When the ball, when the, when the, when the punt goes out at the one-yard line, I mean, or it gets down to one yard, you don't want a four and out here. You don't want it. They have to go for it. Well, they got a four and out. And uh, the, the Frisco took over at the Chargers eight with 117 to go, five yards for Elijah Mitchell. I'm like, oh, boy. Then one yard and then a loss and then a little field goal. Wiggle, wiggle. It takes a little luck getting off that hook when you go 3-0, and Randy McKay. We'll take it. So, uh, the, uh, again, the Chargers love close games. They are their own worst enemy uh, a lot of times. So, uh, Chargers, bind it to 7, minus 120. It's easy to do. Got the great sliding scale on the uh, Bet Rivers app or the website as well, which you can uh, kind of move lines uh, to your liking. New England, minus 3 at home against the Jets. And Green Bay, minus 3 at home against Tennessee on Thursday night. I have to ask you, because I've asked Dave Koken, and he, well, 
he didn't exactly expound uh, on it a whole lot. But anyway, when all the collapses, Randy, uh, on Sunday in the NFL, Bills up 17, Dallas up 14, Denver up 10, uh, Bears up 14. Do you ever try to, and we say hedge, but middle to try and mid, you know, could try and get a middle to kind of ensure your original bet, but also try and get a bigger, a bigger score. Well, if it's a profitable situation, definitely. I mean, if you can win both sides, I do that all the time. And you brought up that Bills game. I had minus three and plus seven. There you go. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't yeah. want that that fumble yeah. on the snap. Oh, huh? I lose the minus three there. What, what, what did you did you I hope you had a nice uh a poor nice pour of whiskey bourbon at that time to just kind of yeah. drown that sorrow that is a that is a tough beat so you get the big stop I mean you're on top of the world and whoop yeah. oh man hey but you one see of the worst ones I've ever taken I think that is yeah I mean we're talking we're comparing it to the damn Eagles and Giants in the 70s I'd say we're gonna go back 50 years to find it so I mean, where is Joe Pasarchik? Oh my goodness, what a crazy, uh, a crazy game! So I think, and you know what I do? I only hedge in pros because college football is a pole-based league. Okay, what I mean by pole, like you see USC and Tennessee tacking on ridiculous touchdowns because they're trying to influence the polls any kind of way, or maybe uh, in in uh, Lincoln Riley's case. Make sure they cover for their boosters who are only going to bet on their own team. Uh, I, I get that. But in pros, they sit on a lead, and they'll play prevent, and they'll allow these backdoor covers, allow these garbage touchdowns all the time. The, the talent gap is much tighter uh, in the NFL, and they are just playing to win and get out and not get anybody hurt as opposed to polls. So that's my two cents. I'm answering my own, own question. Why not just let you talk more? You're 3-0. and yeah, and remember, too, you always got in, in-game play available if you need to do things, and there's yes. a lot of advantages to using your in-play apps and make sure you have, like, you know, Bet Rivers has decent in, in-game as well, and uh, make sure you use uh, all your options in that, in and, that and scenario. And a great uh, thing, too, and there you, you the uh, the juices will uh, vary, and Bet Rivers a lot of times will have the best juice, so definitely uh, keep, them, uh, keep them there. So I'll use them. A lot, and it's something when you're in the state and with mobile, it's 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 something you have to. I think in game has to be part of your part of your portfolio, uh, part of your handicapping uh, portfolio. All right, for Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.